0: If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on Every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show
1: hello and welcome to comic book junkies i'm andrew this is joe and this week we're going to hit you with a brand new episode i mean obviously it's brand new this is the first time you're hearing it but it's a new topic or you know a new style of episode that we're calling ask the junkies (laughs) So hopefully if this works out in the future, you guys got more questions to submit to us, you can hit us up on social media or through our email. Just hit up our CBJ Pod Instagram and you can find all the details there. Or our YouTube page also has all the links. where Comic Book Junkies on there as well. But as I said, to top it off, we are doing Ask the Junkies. So we've got a handful of questions here that we fielded from Instagram. So thanks to those of you who reached out on one of our posts and, you know, submitted all these questions, we've given it some thought and we're going to answer them here for you today so joe let's just get right into it i we here's our first question which issue is the more important black costume for spider-man is it secret wars issue 8 or is it amazing spider-man 252 what do you think so
0: it's secret wars issue 8 for sure i could be biased because the first ever key issue i I ever had was a Secret Wars issue 8. I remember it was the first comic convention I've ever been to and the guy had like a mint copy for like 40 bucks and I still have it, never sold it. So maybe it's kind of sentimental, uh but I'm also going to back it up in other ways too. The way I understand it, Amazing Spider-Man 252 came out first and it falls under the Amazing Spider-Man title, so you would think that that's the book to get, but regardless secret wars issue eight was intended to be the actual origin of the black costume and that takes place before amazing spider-man 252 in regards to the continuity of events and so that's why i think it's the better book to have i think you could get both and that would be just fine i used to have a 252 but i feel like it didn't make a lot of sense for me to have two of the same book and so i kept the one that was more important to me um but if you just like collecting key issues both are good books i just think secret oris issue 8 has more legs and just from my experience collecting i like that book better
1: yeah you know i'd have to agree with you uh largely i mean i don't have any of them in the in my pc right now at all honestly um that's a mistake i'm looking to fix but i I had at one point had all of the black costume spider-man keys um you know whatever you can consider even the more minor ones i had a copy of all of them just because i thought i should cover my bases now you see obviously i grew as a collector realized it didn't matter to me that much about the black costume to have every book Um, but i still think secret wars 8 is the one to get like i'm looking at getting one of those again and you know they're a little bit hotter than they used to be they kind of go through a cycle all of these books they get kind of hot out of nowhere then they kind of die down get real affordable and no one bats an eye at them and then they come shooting back up but I think they'll always hold their value just because of how significant it is
0: anything spider-man's gonna hold its value regardless so even if it's considered a minor key for spider-man from an investment standpoint I think they're both fine um, what's nice about secret wars is it's a part of a Marvel event um so usually that has a little bit of staying power as well
1: yeah and i think the cover is just you know somewhere we could start i mean the colors i think pop more um i mean it's a bit silly but you know spider-man doing the jazz hands for the first time in that suit was sick um i mean it's been homaged a thousand times over and there's a reason for that um i mean amazing spider-man 252 has a great cover as well uh don't get it wrong it's basically uh amazing fantasy 15 homage but there's just something about it that i'm not saying it's lackluster but it lacks the gravity or like appeal that I believe Secret Wars 8 has Um, and that's not to discredit the book it's a good book to have it's just if someone held both of them out in front of you I'm thinking that like you know just the colors the artwork I don't know even just just everything about it just would lead my eyes to the Secret Wars issue 8 and you know just to get into a little bit of the other books like they're worth getting I guess if you have a few dollars to spare or you find one for the on the cheap somewhere at a local shop uh but there's also like dispute uh dates and stuff like that because they all came out around the same time with marvel team up i forget the exact number and then i believe there's like a transformers issue three even uh from around that same time period that also kind of counts as like a early black suit appearance but you know if you're putting your money where your mouth is i think you should pick between these two and i personally prefer the secret wars eight
0: i agree with you the marvel team up and the transformers issue are a lot more inexpensive so if you were to find one for cheap sure like take a flyer on it between those two i think marvel team up is the better book anything transformers is not worth investing in you could argue issue one but it wasn't originally a comic book so i have a hard time investing in that title even though i'm a fan of the transformers but moreover maybe i'm reaching but amazing spider-man 300 is the book to get i know that's different than the black costume but if you're gonna go for the grail of you know venom just get spider-man 300
1: yeah i'm with you and you know i think we've kind of exhausted everything we can on that question so thank you for submitting that but we're gonna go on to our next question question um this is a little bit different not so much a collecting or investing question but more so a preference of an artist um many of you may be a big fan I know especially some of the old heads you know kind of have a little bit more familiarity a little bit more love for the guy but John remitted Jr how do you feel about this dude's artwork I mean technically he's one of you know he's like a a legend in the game but how do you feel about his artwork he's a great
0: artist so don't get it twisted but i'm not a fan of his art personally it seems very like kid-like or you know like the faces look very blocky block lobster there's something about it that like it's like one of the things that wasn't good about the book to me like it didn't make the book for me sometimes the art is better than the writing or the rights better than the art and having a big title on a book like that you kind of like okay I'm excited to see what this is about he's very technically sound just because of the lineage he came from but i'm not a fan i wouldn't buy a book because he's doing the art i was actually really upset when they brought ramita jr to dc to do superman because superman's my favorite character so i had really high expectations i was thinking you know he's gonna switch publishers maybe he's gonna bring his a game and i did not like reading any of it Mm-mm. um so i can't hate that you like john Romita jr but i feel like his work is kind of more meant for kids books it feels like but on the other hand john Romita senior is the freaking goat especially with his contributions to spider-man so shout out john Romita senior
1: yeah i think i'm pretty much right there with you everything is very blocky doesn't feel very dynamic feels like I, I mean i'm sure the guy takes his time but it almost feels rushed because it just seems like there's some like weird outlines of characters or i don't know it looks like superman smelled a bag of onions and you know what I mean his face all twisted up just sucked a lemon I don't know but you know I I don't want to be controversial I guess because I like I said I know a lot of like older collectors kind of grew up a bit more with Ramita Jr and I do think earlier on especially more so his Marvel work was a lot better the earlier stuff the Marvel stuff like at least gets more of a pass like more so when he's with Spider-Man kind of following in dad's footsteps but like you said DC was a swing and a miss hell reading that Superman book was Garbo and i honestly thought john ramita jr i was like this sounds like a good thing and it it was barely readable or i mean look atable so i mean not to disparage the guy i mean he's a legend he deserves all the respect and everything that he earned but if you're asking cbj as a pod um, are we ramita jr fans the answer is gonna have to be no not really and i think that's where we could leave that so with that let's go into our third question this is a bit more of a collecting and investing question and i think it's something that we talk about and think about quite a bit we're actually pretty staunch on this one so here comes a hot take warning here's the question what do you think of all the modern variants are they a good long-term investment and joe i'll let you start us off once more i hate modern variants i hate all variants
0: to be frank with you i only get cover a like that's bible if you like the cover whatever but don't be getting it just because you can't find a cover a or like you think it's going to be a good investment because they're terrible investments to be quite frank with you. I remember falling for it when I was a new collector and I bought like all like the 1 in 25 ratio variants of like multiversity and those are in dollar bins so I don't think that they're a good investment and frankly Some do well from time to time, but I'm not going to buy a bunch of variants until one of them happens to do well. The only thing I think that's worth investing in regards to variants is if it's like the first appearance of a new character that actually looks cool, especially if it is a ratio variant, because I remember when Spider Gwen came out and I saw that like, I don't know what the ratio would have been, but it's the cover where you could see her actual face in the costume Gwen Stacy and that thing's worth a freaking fortune but if it's uh, a cool character I think it could be worth it So, for example, when Yara Floor came out, granted, none of them took off, but I still feel like that was worth the gamble, at least. So, I'm currently rolling the dice again on a new character that's coming out called Red Canary. She's gonna appear in Dark Crisis, Issue 3, so some cornbread for you guys. It may not pan out again, and that's why I'm not gonna recommend you guys buy the variants, but that's the only exception for me in regards to, like, rules of buying comic books so you got to be careful um because even with that being said you don't want to get a bunch of variants of a new character that's not even cool to begin with like i wouldn't even buy a cover a of miracle molly so general rule of thumb i stay away from variants don't buy one just because you can't find what you're looking for um i hate them
1: yeah i'm largely with you not a fan pretty much and almost any circumstance um obviously you know as i mentioned before there's always exceptions to the rule so i mean obviously don't take what we say and just paint it with a broad brush as you heard if the character feels right or you know has promise we may buy a variant but generally like joe said our code is to you know cover a all the way that's the only one we're getting it's the only one that we need and it's the only one anyone really truly needs i mean i i think a lot of the uh, disproportionate sales pump and dump schemes and overall health of the market is tied to the over Exposure of variant covers. Um, it's mostly a modern problem. I mean, took off more in the 90s, has persisted through today, and I still think it's a nuisance that complicated the game. Um, I think it's for people who, I mean, if, you're, if you truly enjoy the art, I mean, go ahead and buy it, but don't expect it to be a surefire investment. Um, there's a reason it wasn't the cover A, but, you know, if you want to get it, go ahead. I mean, as you mentioned, you know, Gwen Stacy, she is an example of, you know, getting that, the Spider Gwen getting, you know, that's a good... Um, uh, cover variant captain marvel issue 17 the second printing like i don't like second printing third printing anything after the first print cover A I don't really want in general but like like i said there's an exception you know kamala khan you know getting uh you know that cover with her actually on it for her first appearance that made it a worthy investment um ultimate fallout 4 uh the one and who gives a fuck ratio uh by marco jerjevic or whatever it's a cool cover but like that actually is holding its value i mean but miles morales himself is just popping off um but like i said that's three characters in the past those all came out in the past 20 years um and those are like the only ones that are truly popping off like that for variant covers
0: and some of those ratio variants can get so expensive it's just like if i had that 100 dollars to spend or whatever like you have way more
1: buying power putting that towards something silver bronze gold hundred percent and then on top of that i just think that unless you're getting it off the shelf first week or you know day of that you're probably buying high on it as joe said uh you know his multiversity books they didn't pan out i don't see a resurgence coming for those like no offense but you know that's what comics is taking swings and misses when it comes to investing if that's what you're about we're collectors first and foremost but it's very very rare that we're gonna sink our money into something that's a gamble i mean it's all a gamble let's be real but like you you feel a bit more safe getting the first appearance of, I don't know, Thanos rather than, you know, cover B of Miracle Molly or, you know, Punchline. Like I'm maybe Punchline will show up down the road and it will be worth it, but you're gonna have to sit and you're gonna have to wait and you're gonna have to hope that the comic companies know what to do with these characters. And I'll be real with you, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of guidance nowadays with all these characters that are being introduced. It's like, hey, look at the brand new thing, and then the brand new thing's put on the shelf for another few. Months or years.
0: I feel like it's a distraction from buying the stuff that's actually good investments, but it's also a good way for comic book stores to stay in business because if they can sell you like
1: the same book four times, a hundred percent, then why wouldn't they?
0: It, yeah, and granted, like love local comic book shops, hope they always stay in business, but it's like Funko Pops, you know what I mean? Like it's just fucking miscellaneous stuff that they need to stay afloat, and I would much rather. See their stores flooded with sweet comic books, then variants and other rubbish. Yeah,
1: I'm right there with you, brother. Um and I mean, we can go on all day, but no one wants to hear us just dunk on, you know, variant covers or modern books for the most part. So, with that, we're going to go to our final question, kind of a bonus one, and let me say like when we fielded this question, I'm not sure if this was a typo or if uh, you know, the poster was being a little silly. Um but we're going to read it to you as it was written. And we'll just answer it from there. So, question number four, the fourth and final question of the day. Uh, which comic book would you rather eat? Yes, eat. A Fantastic Four issue one or an Amazing Fantasy 15? So, Joe, if you got your, uh, you know, knife and fork out, which book you digging into?
0: After I put on the bib, I'm eating a Fantastic Four issue one because I'd rather save the Amazing Fantasy 15 in hopes that I could buy one someday. I figure maybe if there's even just one more on the market, I can maybe hold it off from appreciating so quickly i don't know i know one book's not gonna make a big difference but i'm sticking with eating the fantastic four both sweet but i don't know spider-man just kind of transcends the comic book medium and therefore i'm eating a fantastic four
1: yeah i'm right there with you it's just the rules of preservation at this point it's like do i want to take one more amazing fantasy 15 out of the world or just one fantastic four issue one granted i'd love to eat or destroy neither but In this question, I have to choose one, and it's got to be the Fantastic Four because I love me a Spidey Man.
0: Could you imagine somebody eating your Fantastic Four issue one? Oh, shit pissed
1: me off. (laughs) 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 This is just roughage for some guy.
0: On top of all the other crap I see done to comic books, like people writing on them or, like, cutting out, like, the advertisements, like,
1: straight up eating one would be diabolical that's the biggest thing a villain could do like that would be superheroes coming to life i'm like (laughs) a real villain would eat your book we'll fight you yeah it won't even be a fight dude it'd be no contest we would take you out back (laughs) you eat my book you're going down brother (laughs) but yeah i mean with that i mean that's the four questions that we had for the day so i guess you want to let them know what we want to talk about next time
0: sure Well, first, let me just say this i had a lot of fun reading your guys's comments and answering them so if you guys like this episode we could always post more stuff so that you guys can get us more involved and we can be more engaged with our fans
1: yeah i'd absolutely love for you guys to ask more questions like i said cbjpod at gmail.com or just go to cbjpod on instagram that's the easiest way post it in a comment slide in our dms um and i do want to shout out those who did ask the questions i want to give them their proper love. So we we do have uh, Toy Command. That's Toy underscore Command. They asked about our Amazing Spider-Man 252 or Secret Wars 8 question. Um, we have Alex the Comic Hoarder underscore YouTube. Check him out. He's a cool dude. Um, he has his own YouTube page, but you know, he shot us the John Remitta Jr. artwork question. Not sure, Alex, if you agree with us or not, but we appreciate the question. We have Millhouse Comics, who asked us which book we would rather eat, so shout out Millhouse. And we have Geranimals.comics on instagram who asked us about the modern variants and if they are a good long-term investment so once again thank you guys for you know submitting the questions we couldn't have done this episode without you um and you know feel free to keep asking questions we love doing this i want to give one more
0: shout out recently one of our listeners reached out to us and what they did was create artwork for our page um it was awesome dude
1: i i apologize for not seeing it the minute you sent it but once i saw it i was blown away and i had to share it with joe so at jd bills underscore studio so jd bills shouts out for the impeccable artwork um i really like the character choices you made too we got joe looking like a buff ass booster gold and that's way more ripped than i'll ever be but i'm a sick specter um and you know i think you picked like great characters that fit our vibes too and uh yeah check out uh jd bills does a lot of great artwork i think based out of indiana so you know give them some love and check out their page for sure
0: yeah great page seems like a great dude. Thank you for listening. Thank you for forwarding that to us. I'm a big fan flirting with the idea of putting it as our phone background. um thank you but lastly we don't have anything cemented for our next episode but we got stuff to cook with so over the fourth uh we got into a lot of comic book shenanigans and we'll save it for later but uh if that comes to fruition we're gonna have a fun episode
1: yeah And I think you guys will really enjoy it. There were a lot of comic shops to be seen, a lot of comic acquisitions to be made by us, but also friends of the program. Um, But we won't spill any details until we have a chance to, you know, talk it out properly. And once we do that, you'll be hearing it. Should that fall through, don't worry. We'll have another action-packed fun episode for you. So don't fret, but... Here's just one quick reminder. Just tell a friend about us. Rate, review, subscribe. Anything that would help us would help any of the other podcasts you enjoy. Tell a friend, tell a family, tell strangers, anybody who likes comic books or is flirting with the idea of liking comic books. Even the people who just like the MCU, maybe they could learn something. But if not, we just appreciate you specifically listening, and we just want you to keep doing what you're doing, we'll keep doing what we're doing, and we hope that all parties are just enjoying themselves.
0: All right, well, I know I'm enjoying myself, so thank you guys. Later. (laughs)